to our van chat we come to you live on sundays and we talk about driving around in a van uh tonight we've got uh woods joining us from the pacific northwest thanks for jumping in yeah thanks for having me g and got a couple of links out there we simulcast the show uh we run it live on youtube if anybody wants to join we have a channel over there called gear websites and uh we simulcast at a place called gunchannels.com and that's where we're watching the live conversation with anybody who jumps in to uh, chat with us. And uh, if people are looking for links, let me know. All right. So, uh, don't really, I guess I do have some topics. What am I saying? I hadn't been thinking about the van chat tonight, so I hadn't been prepping anything. But we do have a couple of topics in the thing here. These all got shuffled while I was on the road last couple of months. So, uh, we're out of order. We're in van uh, chat 60. I think we're actually more like at 67 altogether. But uh, like I say, somebody's got shuffled. So this one is uh, the topics for tonight would be what's your favorite movie or TV van? I think we've talked about that before, but we'll talk about it again too. And then uh, Tales from the Road, van uh, security, and I guess that's it. But before the chat, we had talked a bit. God stuck up on me out of nowhere at 10 o'clock in the end in the evening. What's going on with that? Hopefully I won't fall asleep right in the middle of the van chat. Um, Woods, you had talked about a couple of topics. Uh, scenery. Well, I don't know if there was more to it than that, but uh, like you are saying, instead of the destinations, uh, the, the, the journeys. So um, we could talk about that a bit. And then what was the other? Uh, as far as price in a van, like yeah, sources. like how like, like like I was saying, like you know, as a teacher with summers off, I've got all kind of time. You know, all of July I can do whatever the hell I want. So it'd be really really fun to get a van because you know RVs are super expensive, and I don't really have a place to park an RV like a lot of people. I just live in fucking middle of suburbia, so a van would be kind of the the great thing, and my wife would be fine with it. But uh, you know, she would let me go to gun shows and stuff, but she definitely want to you know see cool mountains and beaches and shit. That's why she's going. I don't know. You say your wife would be fine with it. Like you used to have a Volkswagen and you guys used to road trip in a Volkswagen Beetle or something. No, I'm just know that she's, she's game for a lot of things that, you know, take her out of her comfort zone. We've never done it before. I mean, we've gone camping a lot, just like, you know, grab a tent and go in the woods. Right. But, uh, but she would certainly, you know, in our forties, she would certainly like a nice warm place to lay down. You know, right. Well, I'm going to suggest, I mean, I'm not going to discourage anybody from going out and having adventures and stuff. That's super fun, but, um, and useful, right? So, but I'm going to, hold on, I got to get something. I'm not going to discourage anybody from going on a trip, but I'm going to suggest that before you go buy a van for sure, and even before you get too worried about it, because if you get all hot and bothered for something and then it turns out, you know, you're not going to be able to get it. Then it's just frustrating. Um, but uh, to go rent one and just take a weekend trip and throw some pillows and some uh, blankets and stuff in there when the temperature is perfect, when it's just nice out, and uh, go somewhere easy. 
and just see with like just barely tipping your toe into the water see what it's like in a a rented van you know take the seats out of it and uh just crouch around back there and imagine what it would be like compared to i don't know i'm sure you've been in an rv before right you know then you can just stand up you can cook normal poop normal and there's a shower and there's a bed you can sit on the bed and put your shoes on there's a couch and everything you can stand up none of that stuff in the van none of that stuff you're crouched over the whole time like if you're sitting around a campfire and you can't stand up if you wanted to the best you can do is lay down i can only imagine with two people in a van though there's a lot of tetris going on like oh i'd like to stretch out so why don't you move over kind of thing like there's there's not going to be a lot of two people doing their own thing very often i can't imagine well, that's so, true. I mean, yeah, like, but you know, they also have like the conversion vans that have like beds in them and stuff, you know, but yeah, they're still like, like, it's not like a bed. Well, usually it's not a bed all the time. It's like, hey, I'd like to go to the bed. So let's turn on, let's remove the table and flip down the chairs and, you know, turn it into a bed or let's flip over the kitchen and turn it into a bed. Uh, some of them, though, do just have a bed and back. And then I don't know what you do, just lay in the bed all the time and. I don't know. I've seen people with put TVs in them and stuff, but then I don't know. I, I see a lot of people in the band are we were kind of talking about it off there, like uh, you know, rock climbing or racing or something, or have a bicycle or a surfboard or something that they're dragging around. So I think ninety percent of their time, or at least a good portion of their time, is out doing whatever outdoor activity, and they're just coming back literally to to crash or to. Um, you know, be around a campfire, and it's basically just a big iron tent with wheels on it. That's kind uh, of what it would be for me. Yeah. So you're not talking like, um, well, I guess if it's any road trip, if you're just talking like going camping and stuff out of it, um, then it's not like you're going to be in it all the time. You're just going to be using it to haul your stuff and going out and doing stuff with it. Yeah, and then and then a, a nice warm place to sleep that isn't got a bunch of rocks underneath you, and you know you don't have to get all that other shit. But I mean, I I would fully suspect we would be out like on the beach, playing on the beach all day, and then at the end of the day we go back to our little campsite and you know sit by a fire, and then when we're ready to go to bed, we go in the nice warm van that's you know. Okay. Well, yeah. Compared to an RV, then I would think as uh, for that role, then yeah, it's got to be way cheaper. Um, and you start with, uh, well, you've got the, I guess we can kind of combine it with, uh, where to source them. Right. So yeah. you're not averse to getting an old, uh, used one. No, but I mean, I, I mean, I could change oil and tires and stuff, but you know, like that ball joint thing I saw you do, that would be way beyond what I could pull off. Yeah. But, you know. Annoying things where it's not an expensive part, but it's a pain in the butt. Once somebody knows how to do it, it's simple. You could have your nephew or your cousin or somebody do it um and feel confident that they can do it it's really just unscrewing a bolt and knocking a thing out and putting the new thing in and putting the bolt back in there's really not too much to it you're going to take it to an alignment place after so you're going to have that cost no matter what but the three or four hundred dollars worth of labor to do that job can be you know was why i tackled it um you know to save that a bunch of the labor cost but regardless, there's always going to be issues with vehicles. Let's assume for just the sake of argument that you have a mechanic that you trust that takes a look at it and, you know, verifies everything's pretty mechanically sound before you make a purchase. Um, so then you're, 
um, you're not looking, in other words, at a, a new one. We're not talking going to the dealer and buying. No, not at all. Okay. Um, and then what about the project type where are you looking at buying a used uh, conversion van or something like that? Or something like uh, what I did with a post office van. I've seen police vans, a lot of prison vans. I think I'd more more go conversion van. I think I'd need to have it further on in the in the game than like the one you got. That I just I don't have a lot of tools for you know woodworking and stuff. It'd be another thousand dollars to buy all the tools to build the thing I want in my van. And then you'd have the learning curve of having to learn how to build stuff if you're not into that stuff and been doing it as a hobby. Then you know you got the the whatever learning curve of the actual carpentry and stuff. Some of that's super fun to do if you're if that was the kind of project you're looking to do. Then I imagine that's a big chunk of why people get vans, you know? Yeah. But I could also get one. And then if I didn't like some way it was set up, I could always over time learn how to, you know, change it to the way I wanted it. Yeah, exactly. Now the conversion vans, what we're talking about, I'm thinking we're on, let's make sure we're on the same path. I guess we could be looking online at some pictures, but uh, you're talking like the ones that are, well, let's take a look. Uh, but the ones that are a little, they're not huge, like a handicap van where they've got the extended roof and the, giant doors and stuff or like a camper van, I guess, where it's just on a van chassis. Um, I think I don't really know what the whole category is, to be honest with you. All right, so I'll my screen here. Can you see my screen okay? Yeah. All right, so we're just flipping over to stupid Google and looking at their images there. So we're talking something like this, like a camper-ish looking van. Yeah, like that, yeah. Okay. Let's go to Craigslist and find out what they cost. Um, let's go to Seattle. I'm assuming Craigslist is a place. There might be uh, better ones in the area. That would be something to take a look at. Maybe ask mechanics. Yeah. But this will give us real life stuff to use as a guide or whatever. So let's see, we can go to price this way, I think. Oh, no. You're not, what's your budget, you think, theoretically? Um, Here's a nice $17 van. I think it's probably beyond my wheelhouse. I don't know. I was thinking like 10, 15 grand. Oh, dude, come on. Now we can flip around to the other side, and you got sky's the limit. So even if we said eight grand, so that you got plenty of money to do whatever you want with it, a lot of vans. So uh, conversion vans, I was going to say one of the issues with them in my experience with them is that there's a lot of upholstery, I guess. What do you call it? Like, you know, they're, they're, they've got a lot of fabric inside of them. And that gets dirty and gross and can or it can just be old like a lot of them are old people owned them didn't hardly use them and uh they've just been sitting they have that like just been sitting kind of situation going on and i don't know what it's like in your area when they've just been sitting they probably get uh -huh. moldy. yeah that's bad and i mean just my all my cars have a little bit of a uh, little bit of moss on them yeah <laughs> uh so let's see it looks like we got uh, a wheelchair handicap van here now you're not looking for something like this rugged looking thing here. I'm gonna look at it anyway. Yeah, let's look at it. Then we got this goofy looking Mitsubishi, but that's in the ten thousand range. 
Let's go down to eight, though, because I don't think we're going to see a big difference. Oh, this one's pretty cool. This one's already at six. Wow, look how far we jumped. We went from, you know, these things are uh, price uh, backwards, so it's like 10 grand here. Still nine grand. And then, well, I guess it's just, I just didn't realize how fast I scrolled. So we'll uh, take a look at something like this is a nice looking thing, but this is just a regular old van, I think. I pay a lot of money for Volkswagen. So Volkswagens have uh, four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, I think. Some of them at least, or I don't know. But uh, these goofy-looking Westvalias, or whatever they're called, Vanagans. They look yeah. like you know if they're coming or going. Uh, they're just like they're nonstop. They will just keep running and running and running. So they have a massive resale value. Plus, there's just something about them that some people love them still. So uh, there's value to them. You know, there's just... It's, and if you if you really got your heart stuck on one of those, get ready to get write a check. But yeah, I'm not I'm not very brand loyal. I just want something that works well. I don't really care what the nameplate is on it. Yeah, and they're small, is my opinion. They're little. Uh, here's a nice one for seven. It looks like so. The nice thing about these conversion vans is nobody likes them. They're old and they're out of style, right? So yeah, that's one of the reasons I like them. So they uh, people that bought them bought them a long time a lot of times a while ago and didn't use them very much because people buy them like you're talking to have them for the weekends and stuff so once you get down to the five thousand you can get into an older one but let's take a look we got a couple here so this is that ada so american disabilities thing probably yeah and uh, that federal way isn't very far from me at all where this is yeah it said federal way on the corner oh okay uh, but you can see this one's already set up to be like a, literally a bus. So you'd have quite a bit of work. So. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking. Where's the mileage on it? Holy moly, 210,000 miles. You're paying for all this stuff inside, which you're going to yeah. rip So that's not. Nope. A so now we got this goofy looking thing where they tried to make it look four wheel drive, I guess. Maybe this, oh, it is a four wheel drive diesel. So that's. Perhaps talk to somebody who knows more about machines, but that's probably appealing. It's got one of them pods on top, so you got extra room up there. They've got their bed going, some storage underneath. Now, something like this, I just don't I, know if I, yeah, I'd that rather, would actually work for me and my wife. So, I'd rather build something like this because that's all they really did. Well, I guess that's all they did. So, okay, this isn't too right. bad. I will say if, it, if, they, if I was buying something like this, I'd be like, oh, I don't want all your like sweat and even sleeping in there, but. It looks like it really is just a kind of that felt shape right. liner thing, which you know doesn't. You can't really unless you peed on it. I, mean, I don't know how that's going to retain too much sweat or smell or anything. Uh, you probably spray something on it to clean it up, but it looks pretty empty and it looks nice and clean. So all they've done is made a little riser, I guess, and some you know a platform so that they can sleep up here and store everything underneath. They're not thinking about going in here and crawling around and doing stuff and or you know doing much cooking or anything in there instead they just figure they're going to be walking around the van right so right. with this type where the whole back flips up you know you put your kitchen or whatever back here and now with a tarp on the side if it's real rainy and windy or not you know just have this thing up for shade then uh that i think that seems pretty appealing to me I've, I've a lot of times just taken when I used to have a, you know, a truck with a camper shell. Like if you go back to the image that has that the the lifts up, that I put a easy up over all that, and then mm -hmm. I run tarps off of that, and then you've got a pretty good sized dry area. And I don't know if you noticed that that actually is in Vancouver, BC. 
uh-huh. the actual van. So I'd have to find out what you have to do to buy a car from Vancouver, like from Canada. Oh, I see what you're saying. An actual one in Canada. Um, it's probably horrible. But you um, know, just it, we're just one thing anyway, so it wouldn't matter. But yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I like the four-wheel drive part of it. I mean, I, it's you're not going to go friggin' four-wheeling in it, but it'd be nice to if you run into some kind of snow or some crap like that. That you know, you're not going to get stuck as easy. Yeah, exactly. You don't worry about getting stuck. Exactly. So it looks like they built this thing in a way that there's this. Can't really see it. There's a hinge back there, so then when you uh, lift it up, they get a little more access under there. I'm not a big fan of this like piece of wood with all these like brackets. It's, and it looks like they're nailed, so they don't know what they're doing. So that's garbage. So it looks like it worked for them. They're probably skinny or something. But uh, yeah, I think I'd use screws. I don't know if they're screws or not. They might be screws. But uh, I just don't like them. I don't like doing it this way. So uh, anyway, it worked for them. Uh, it looks like there's an air intake for the heater back there. So they made room for that, I guess. And they've got uh, still got four seats in it, so that's probably appealing to some people. Oh, so they didn't take their seats out. They just worked around them. Yeah, they just folded them down there, and then they've got some pads here. 24-valve V6. I don't know. Got enough valves? All right, so that's 10 grand. I kind of like that one. And 123,000 miles on it. What you could do is get it on one of them ferries, make the exchange on the ferry. So they drive it on the ferry, you drive it off the ferry. Nobody knows what happened. I've seen that happen in a movie, I think. Well, let's see. More 500 keyboards. Who doesn't need 500 keyboards? So let's see. Uh, now we're looking at a 60,000 mile handicap van. Rolex conversion. So this is a Ford uh, 2004. You can tell right away it's fancy because look at how subtle that little sticker is. Looks pretty nice from this side. It's got the regular old back doors. So aside from the big windows, you wouldn't really, this thing doesn't shout big ass camper or nothing, but the big ass windows do kind of shout camper. This side was just blank, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I guess the other side did have windows. Okay. What's going on here? Okay, there's that side. So then they're not using the front very much. You can see the carpet's all pretty nice. It's like they use it for carting around this dude in this wheelchair. Ugh, I'm not sure. And is these mirrors up here? What is that? And they've got a big old lift in there. Those lifts are worth something, but um, I don't then know. I have to get rid of a lift somehow. Yeah, I just don't know who's buying those lifts. Most of the people that need those lifts can get their vehicles from some sort of program, so they're getting brand new vehicles. I don't know. I've, I'm not in the market, so I've never tried to sell one of the lifts. I'm well, to be honest with you, I'd be wondering if I there anybody I could donate it to. Well, that might work for you too, yeah. For eight grand, you could donate it and not have to worry about getting it back, I guess. Well, I mean, and they could give me some kind of receipt for, you know, I could claim something on my taxes or whatever for it. But, you know, you know me, I'm not, I'm okay with just giving to somebody who I've never met, you know. 
Although I don't hate the ramp. <coughs> I don't know if it comes with that chair or what. Maybe they just show the chair so you can see how big you it is. See how it can get in there. Or maybe they give it to you. They're showing a lot of pictures of that thing. So maybe you get that chair and then you don't have to walk around anymore. I am kind of lazy. Yeah. So Ford handicap van, ramp doors, wheelchair that. Yeah, with a Ford, whatever, $4,000 wheelchair. Oh, that's too bad. I don't want to know the story of why that's available. So that's sad. We'll move, keep moving. 6900 uh, is for uh, another one like that. Basically the same van, right? Except it's a 96. can definitely get cheesier after. So this is what I'm concerned about is these kinds. See all this, like, fabric everywhere? Yeah. A bunch of milkshakes got spilled in there, and somebody was all sweaty from some kind of run, and they sat in there, and there was like five people that went on some canoe thing, and they were all stinking like sawdust or whatever, and sat back right. there. Or ten wet dogs. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't look really too bad, but actually, this one doesn't look too bad. You can tell by things like the arms and the you know sides of the seats and stuff. I mean, this doesn't look like they just vacuumed it, and it doesn't look like the seats are reupholstered yesterday. Certainly not this gross color. It almost looks like multicam, so that's kind of neat. Hundred and fourteen thousand miles. The seats don't look like it. Yeah, big, that's not bad. Big dent in the side looks like it. They put some fog lights on it. I think. I don't think those are on there. They put this like thing on the front. People say that that's worth putting on. It creates like an airstream that keeps rocks from hitting your windshield. Oh, I like it. Got this whole ass television. Some little buttons up here. Got some staining. That's probably speakers. And this one does have a higher roof than normal. See, this is the kind of thing when I think conversion van, this kind of interior. And then that's, you know, that's a kind of, even though it's not perfect for it, if you got rid of them seats and just and they let, did that. They did that bed like we saw in the other thing. Well, a lot of times they'll leave the bed like this. Like they'll either leave this back seat into a bed or replace it with a nice little platform type of thing that's flatter. Uh, leave one chair and maybe this chair or make your two front chairs captains so they can spin around. And then those are your chairs when you're sitting in there. And then you have some sort of cabinet here for your cooking. And that's typically your setup is some sort of a bed in the back, chairs or something that you can sit in and then a little kitchen area. But with this taller van, you know, that leaves that seems like you if you wanted to go camping and go inside to cook and get away from the bugs or the temperatures and uh you know you'd be more comfortable in there than that first one we looked at. That yeah, I would like that. Uh it's only sixty nine grand or sixty nine hundred. So but I'm looking at I could probably get something pretty nice between maybe six and ten then. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, so I'm way I was way up, and if I had 15 grand to work on it, then I could, you know, since I'm not super contractor guy, I could have somebody help me build that stuff. Um, yeah, I don't even know if you'd have to, because uh, looks like now you just found your van. So here's a Chevy, so that makes it better, and it's uh doesn't say the year, 1997, but it looks like it's in good shape from that picture. I will look at more pictures. So it's the sliding door. We decided if you like sliding doors or other kind of doors better. I think I actually like the slider better, but but I mean I don't I don't know I mean the sliders are nice to get a bunch of shit through the door all at once. But well, they're nice too because when you're 
just sitting around next to your van. You know, if you're going to set up a bunch of like stuff here, uh, chairs and whatnot, you know, you don't have these doors right in your damn way. Uh, if you're trying to get privacy, trying to take a piss over here, then you can't have a door to take a piss behind. So you got to do something else for that. I guess you have to do that behind your van. Uh, let's see. Now you're sitting on the side here. I don't know. Why does this front panel look different? Like, has that been in an accident? Question mark. It definitely looks different up front for some reason. So there's the slider. I wonder if these, that must be a camera. I don't know what those holes are, but definitely it's got the higher thing. It's like it's got a hitch. Are you going to be towing anything with it? Um, it's a possibility. I'm not real keen on having trailers behind my, behind my shit, but, you know, I, I might buy an ATC or, you know, I've got a couple of little, you know, cheesy, you know, scooter, like 50cc scooters that wouldn't be fun to throw on the back of a back of a trailer if we went somewhere and then we could set up camp and we could go to town in the on the scooters. Yeah, I really like that lid, that top thing. That does it kind of looks like a contractor vehicle still. At least it doesn't scream camper yet. No. So let's see. It's got. I guess when I saw these windows in back, that's the kind of windows I have. I was thinking, oh damn, that doesn't look too bad. It's kind of sharp. So anyway, so we'll keep going. Looks like they got some LED rope lights in there and some LED spotlights, fluorescent light. They were doing some kind of work. Trying to make it like an ambulance in here. What's going on? So go forward again. Some kind of, um, that's their panel. What the hell is wrong with their pictures in this thing? All right, next. So... Where the hell did we go? From here? Why does it keep jumping to that? Uh, Alright, so that was these lights. And I was trying to see. Oh, okay, I see what's going on. I'm trying to see. Alright, it's not gonna let me. It's being weird as shit. Uh this is probably looking forward, and I think that's what I was trying to look at before, and that's the the um divider going up front. So it looks like they've left the top of the van, and this little opening is that area up here mm -hmm. that they've left uh, hidden, or like as a as a storage compartment. And then they carpeted their partition. That's weird. No, is there a slider there that you can go back and forth? Or yeah, this is a door. This is just yeah. the same partition as most vans. It's just that normally where it's just metal, they put that carpet on it. Man, this thing is shitty. If you go anywhere near the bottom of the screen, it jumps to those other pictures. So this is some of the other stuff around. So you cut the center of your roof out, and you leave like a little shelf like there. And that's what I think we're looking at here. Some of those shelves and some kind of elastic. It looks like they built that themselves. This would be pretty nice because all of this carpet is like what I've got in there for patch panel. So you'd be able to put patches all around here actually pretty nice and then it's got this uh much bigger you know area to stand up in or to move around in they've got their lights attached to it and then these spotlights and then it looks like it's a trough over here on this side it's got cabinets or little compartments cubby holes on this side so what's going on here so where i've got my bench they made a bigger bench and carpeted it all made it look kind of like an ambulance i guess and have some sort of a switch thing here, some sort of a thing here. I couldn't. Some sort of an electrical box here. And this is a uh, 97, so it's got different doors than I've got. Interesting. 
or at least they took their covers off their doors. On this side, there you go. That's why they got so many lights. It looks like this used to be some kind of mobile workshop. I really want to see what this little table looks like, though. Dang. Looks like they did a expanded metal like panel or door for this thing. That's kind of cool. Save some weight. And then here's that picture that can't that has to pop up all the five seconds. So they got some kind of giant Bose stereo in there. I guess that's what they're showing off. Look at that cool table with the toolbox underneath of it. That would be cool. Wonder what this is. Is this a TV? Probably a TV. Yeah. Huh? So that's a pretty nice set up there. Damn, I kind of like that. They got a rubber floor. That's just the plain old rubber floor from the van. It looks like it used to have some kind of toolbox, and they removed it. So it looks like this is some kind of a double conversion. They like, they've rebuilt it. But uh, yeah, that's kind of neat. And then we got the pegboard all over the one side, carpet everywhere. I mean, this is definitely somebody's, you know, somebody's project, but it's cool. I think I would have cut a 45 on that desk, right? Instead of just leaving it sharp corner like that. Yeah. Like a 45 right here. That is neat. I don't think I've seen anything set up like that before. I wonder how well the, the pegboard works. It looks like they went pegboard right into the studs of the van. So, damn, look at all these buttons. Mine doesn't have all these fancy buttons. My cruise control is over here. So this is some kind of fancy interior, I guess. So is that like uh, from another year or something? Or? Well, it's a different year, but that's like upgrades, I think, to have your cruise control. That's what I mean. It's like it's a different year from the van we're looking at. They like got it from a newer van or something, maybe? Oh, I don't know. I don't have any idea. I don't keep track of the bands that close. And then the front is just a uh, weird, like, rubber that looks all like it's weird. Doesn't look like it's fitted well. Looks like they got some speakers. Oh, shit. I never thought about doing that. I just grabbed an idea right there. I can make speakers behind my seats. That's a great idea. Yeah. I never thought that. It's perfect. And they, I don't know if they made those boxes, but could certainly make a box to do that. So you need to keep doing van chats just so you can have good ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it looks like it's in pretty good shape. This, you know, this would normally be worn out. The weird that the brake release looks like it's worn to shit, but these pedals don't. So they probably replaced their pedals, I guess. Huh? Not That's bad. Good yeah, it's five, six grand. Where's Federal Way? Um... 20 minutes from where I'm sitting right now. My brother used to live in Federal okay. I live in Tacoma. So it's, if you're going from Tacoma towards Seattle, it's one of the suburbs you're going to drive through before you get to Seattle. Let's see. Selling the express van. Used it for work. Had a high roof and storage shelving on top. Fully finished interior. Can easily convert it into a camper or other needs. What other needs mean? Has a seat in back. Used as a battery or inverter storage. Not included. It's a 3,500, so it means it's a one-ton with a 5.7. I think it's the same as mine. 214,000 miles up front. You have an original Chevy navigation system with noise. I means Bose sound system and two subs behind the seats. So I guess they got some kind of Chevy 1996, 1997 navigation system. I don't think I'd want that. Uh, Tranny is in good shape. Shift like new has aluminum heavy duty Chevy wheels, so they put fancy aluminum wheels on it. 
includes the trailer hitch with tranny cooler for towing. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, it's a really nice little van. Lots of life, clean and title, no accidents. So uh, they're saying no accidents, but the front looks that, like that panel's a different from a different something happened there. But uh, yeah, nice looking van, and it's a 97, so I don't know what your thing is like. It's a uh, regular gas, I guess. Anyway, so it's a neat one. I don't know. You'd have to do something to put a bed in something like this. You probably don't need the toolboxes. So you'd be yeah, pulling. I like the the last one we saw better than this one for me. I mean, it'd be great for you, just one guy by one guy and a dog. But. Yeah, I like that table. Well, now we're getting into the two thousand dollar vans. You're probably not looking for something that cheap. So yeah, here we go. What if we went to uh, a different town nearby? Go to Portland. Portland. Can you buy them? Well, it's, it's, there's tax for, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, uh, south of me and, you know, it's going to be kind of the same climate. If you go to Spokane, it's going to be a lot drier and that's five hours away. How close is, uh, Portland? Two and a half. Oh, shit. Well, there you go, $138,000. So, There's a $10,000 Mercedes Sprinter 4x4. No, $100,000. I was going to say you need to read that again, G. Am I still sorting the same way? Yeah. A lot of $30,000 ones. So here's what a new yeah, all-wheel drive. All-wheel drive is four-wheel drive, right? Yeah. Let's see what a $30,000 one looks like. Why, why is that saying Phoenix? Yeah, I don't know. It's in Spokane. Wait. Portland. So I don't know. Because this is some kind of scam ripoff, I guess. It's oh, okay. A, some kind of ad. Oh, I see what they're doing. So it's some kind of like party bed, I guess. With a TV, it flips down. I wouldn't mind getting one of them flip down TVs for a navigation system. The touch screen, that'd be pretty handy. Would you watch Scooby Doo like there? No, I'd get it for up front and put a navigation system in it because I don't need my review mirror. And I don't know what this is. That's at some kind of, under, I guess, control system. Got these leather seats. Doors on each side, it looks like. Yeah. Why would you take pictures of all the stupid colors? That's a waste of time. Is this a kind of van like you own a business and you're picking up clients at the airport, to, you know, get them drunk and take them to the casino? I guess. Or you do a website where you pick up girls and then you take them in the back of this bus and make videos for the internet. Yeah, I don't know what you'd use this van for. But you'd pay $30,000 for it. Maybe if you're just old and you just want to be able to drive around comfortably. I mean, that's probably what a car costs, right? Oh, yeah, easy. 
Oh, I opened up this one. I'm going to look at it. So that's one of them big-ass uh, things. You could probably put them two bikes you're talking about right off your trailer hitch, I bet. Right. So it looks like they got some kind of a cutout here, which now I'm intrigued about. And then they got some kind of a cutout here, and then little things sticking out here and there. Those are all interesting to me. Oh, look at this. Oh, let's see what we got going on here. This is $50,000 sure. does for you. This is a diesel 350 4x4. Only got sixty thousand, sixty-seven thousand miles on it. Spare so tire. this is somebody that bought it and didn't really use it a lot. Let's read the thing before we look into it. It's only got four pictures. What a waste. So let's look at the pictures. So we got that one, and then we got the other. Looks like they got some little balcony up here. That's neat. All this stuff all looks very well made. Uh, and then there's the back. So that's all you get. But I should get one of those things for my on the hitch for my bikes yeah exactly and then it looks like it attaches to the bumper also i think right yes that's just a tie down i can't really tell it could just be a tie down but this is an actual four-wheel drive conversion by quigley that's a company that does that so it's a six liter diesel quigley four-wheel drive conversion sixty-seven thousand miles then they had an rv conversion by sportsmobile with a Voyager top, it sleeps five, seats five, sleeps four. Many options, including a two-burner stove, a refrigerator, a water system. So they made it really a compact cap uh, RV out of it. So I'm guessing this uh, thing flips around. And it's like a sink and stove, and there's your refrigerator. Uh, flat screen TV with DVD player and dash navigation, backup camera. Sound system with CD, portable toilet. Yeah, a bunch of crap. So um, this fan has never had heavy use and is in excellent shape. But $53,000. Holy moly. And it's in Idaho. So I don't know how that showed up in our Portland one. Or maybe that's before I flipped out of the other screen. I guess I opened that one. So we're still in the 20,000s here. Scrolling way down, get into some 10s. Nothing really even a conversion van. Here's that one that's in Canada again. 95 conversion van, I doubt you're looking for that. Here looks like an ambulance converted. Eight. Hey, let's take a look at that. Another handicap one. This one's kind of odd looking. This is super odd. We'll take a look at that. The $7,000 one. Not too much good. And then we got another $7,000. Interesting little boxes down there. That's the second one I've seen with boxes down there. So that must just be some room that they can put stuff in. I can think about putting my... Uh, Making a little box, putting it down there, put a door on it, and put like my jacks and shit down there that I don't need ever. Yeah, and are they generally in the van now? Yeah, I'm wasting time. They're back here. I like these little thingies. I really want to get those now. Looks like it's a way to clamp the doors open. Oh, well, that's a great idea. Also stops them from opening too much. And right. Yeah. 
So this is definitely an ambulance. They took all the colors off and they just replaced them with these white panels. And they've got the step in the back. That's pretty handy. Um, yeah, that step looks gonna, nice. You're not going to tow. That's handy. Well, they did a much more substantial platform. They're okay. bigger people like me. And they did like some kind of floor first, too. So they're not just sitting on the rubber. I think that other one was just sitting on rubber. And you lose a lot of heat underneath. So, And you also, when you're driving around in the heat, a lot of road heat comes up from underneath. So I think there's definitely some value to insulating your floor in a van. Oh, they insulated the shit out of it. <clears throat> so it looks like they gutted it. They really gutted this ambulance. <clears throat> Went right to the outsides, got rid of all the cabinets, uh, have a bunch of one-inch or was that half-inch foam boards everywhere. So it's probably like a R value of like six or something only. But uh, you got plenty of room to add more for sure. It looks like they took out all the electric, all those lights. So these lights are just all dummies. Uh, I guess that's good and bad. Don't have lights anymore, but you don't have to worry about them short now. Looks like they left this... Uh, Bar for holding on to here in the back. It's kind of handy. Like right into the frame of the van. Yeah. And I don't know, did they, I don't know, I imagine the ambulance probably put these metal things up because there looks like a really substantial frame. A lot of times these are just a piece of fiberglass. This is not just a piece of fiberglass. That's like square tubing every 16 inches or something. Am I wrong in worrying about the, uh, the van <laughs> up there? It always, seems like, it always seems like a bad idea to put a hole in the roof or anything. Nah, nah. They just put a big bunch of goop in there and squish it down. It, eventually it'll leak, I suppose, but by the time it leaks, you just replace it. So I still can't tell if they do this intentionally or not. Well, maybe they'll say down here. Man, this is a really neat one. And then we got this. So that's the doors. Oh, I took a picture of this. Oh, I guess that's to show that it's got 300,000 miles on an ambulance. Holy crap. Damn, no. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good for having 300,000 miles on it. I guess if it was, uh, that's neat. There's a picture of it in service, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it was just used for, like, over-the-road um transport like uh taking i don't know people to doctor's appointments stuff like that sometimes if you've got a condition or something then you can't just go on a regular vehicle they're going to go in something that can help you if you need to they're calling it a name and they say it's a 350 super duty tore apart the interior which was still a fully equipped ambulance built and insulated the flooring installed sound deadening over wheels and wells insulated walls with insulation Built an extra sturdy queen size bed and began insulation of the ceiling. A manual fan is installed. Um, so they stopped in the middle of their whatever they were doing. Looks like it. The van is a uh, 32 something turbo diesel, 312,000 miles. I guess on a diesel, that's not so bad. Uh, a vehicle is a van life conversion project, so it's got hashtag van life right in there, so that makes it more valuable. And yeah, pretty cool. Eight grand though. It's not they're not kidding around. 
So this is also a, this is in Beaverton. Not far from Portland. That is the goofiest looking ambulance I've ever seen ever, I think. I don't think I've ever seen that shell on a, on a van before. Really tall. Wow. And it leaves your doors, but then goes around. So it's just you cut the back off your van and turn it into a pickup truck, and then you put this thing on. I wonder what the idea of these are. Like, why does it need to come out from your doors? Because it's cooler that way? Yeah. But then, then it would make the doors not open all the way. Yeah, then your doors can't open further than just open. Are they going to show us inside, or are we just going to see the outside? What the hell? Yeah, that's the weirdest thing ever. And this doesn't look the same. Like, this, whatever this seam of stuff is, kind of comes in and comes out and across. And over here, it just goes straight like a right angle like you'd expect. So, if they screwed up over here, it's folded weird, but distracting. So, this is the interior. I don't know what's going on here. Why do we see a tree? Double exposure, maybe? Yeah, must be. Took with an actual weird, camera. Weird painting in there. Uh, and then there's some cabinets. Looks like it's made out of plywood. Um, weird carpet. And carpet is all dingy and shitty. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to pay you grand for this guy. Bunch of wood and weird upholstery. It's all ripped and coming apart. Oh, look at that. That was modern at one point. Oh, this is luxury. Nice. This is right by the back door, too, so you can poop and then just right out the back door right there. I really like where they put the uh, toilet paper holder. <laughs> huh? And what's classy is when you got your poop vent. Because I know I want to turn all the way around when I poop it. You got this cool, classy... Well, that way when the door's open, your toilet paper ain't way out there. So they're thinking when you got the door open and you're pooping in here, you still got your toilet paper. So uh, why do you think they got this pipe, like a sewer pipe going up next to the toilet in a van? Oh, man. I don't know what's going on with that. That's the weirdest thing ever. And then there's this nice sink, hand-washing sink. Oh, there's your spare tire right behind the driver. That's where I'd want it because you want to take your spare tire out of the inside of your whole van. Carry it across your van. Yeah. Oh, you're eating? No problem. I got a flat tire real quick. Just you could get up. Get this and then do, what, do you take the dirty, broken tire and put it in there when you're driving <laughs> to the next place? You put it back by your toilet here. How is that? Like every time you open it, you're just like, oh, there's my toilet. Don't don't. Oh, just won't pay attention. You put a towel over it or something. It's like the biggest, clunkiest portable toilet I've ever seen. It seems like somebody should have needed a cozy for that. Yeah. There's like, I uh, imagine it all goes into this tank here. And then you empty that tank, perhaps. Otherwise, though, it's not that bad. I mean, you can stand up in here. So it looks like it's all crowded. But this is your knees. You know, you're standing up in there. And with all those windows, that's got to be nice in there. Like when you pull up to someplace and camp. I'll bet you this thing is pleasant, except for it's old and gross and stinks. You can tell it stinks. Um, I think they could have done better by power washing the shit out of it and maybe even pulling the carpet. Yeah. Let's put some new carpet in. 
Looks like they got some kind of propane tank on the floor. How do they do that, I wonder? I can't get it to stay, but that propane tank goes down underneath the back wheels over here. I can't get it to stay on that picture. Anyway, $8,000. I don't think I'd pay $8,000 for that one. Only 65,000 miles on a 1987. Yeah, so even though it doesn't have very many miles, you're going to be pulling that engine apart to re redo all the gaskets at some point. My father bought the van in 1996. And it probably sat since then. Oh, I thought he was saying at the beginning. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's the strangest looking thing ever. And I have no idea why those, why that top needs to come out beyond like that. It's so. Yeah. They show us on that one where they have the doors open. That's as far as you can get the doors open. What's the point of having that kind of door? Well, you can step, step, that's still clearance. I mean, the in, I can't get it to stay on these pictures. There it goes. Yeah. This is the inside of the door. I mean, you can see right. how it comes up here. So this door is out of the way. It's just that it's not, you know, might can open flat almost. Yeah, you can go all the way around, right? Not all the way around, but I could definitely go to, like, from, if it was on this plane, it would go back to almost that plane, not, not perpendicular right. like this. But, uh, yeah, anyway. That was out of the question. We're not going to let you buy that one. We would refuse. So uh, next we got, what was this? A uh, 200,000 mile 2000. It's another Ford, and it's red, so it's shitty. Uh, it's got a uh, tow hitch on it. Mark III. I've seen those before. Well, we certainly can see the outside of it. How about looking inside? Okay, here we go. Looks like it's brand new. Holy crap. What year is this? 2000. Yeah, and this thing's just been setting for 18 years. It definitely ah, it definitely had a vacuuming. Like, that's definitely freshly vacuumed, but they didn't, like, re-clean. You know, they didn't. There's there's not been very many people sitting in this, in my opinion. No, not at all. Like, like the arms, nothing. Like, you can't even tell they've ever been touched. Uh, these are neat because they've got these little bottom windows that are handy when it's gross out. Get a little cross breeze. I do like how those the back seats fold down into a bed. That's kind of nice. And that thing's hard to take a picture of. I guess it's just some mirrors and some lights. That's all armor-alled. That's what it looks like when you spray wash an engine and armor-all it. Always the scare to why engines look like that. Although I'd like to do that to my engine. I know every car I've ever bought, if I open up the hood and I see water in there that looks like they did that, I'm not buying it. Oh, let's see. 7,500 bucks, 200,000 miles. None of these have that much rust, though. You guys don't have a lot of rust out there. Well, we've got a lot of water, but not really. I mean, we got, I would say, like, like where you guys are, you'd have, you guys get a lot of salt and stuff from the roads, on the roads. Probably not you, but uh, like a lot of places are, you know, they they've got to sand so much that it messes up the bottom of the truck. But you know, I don't see a lot of rusty cars driving around.
And what's this one? This one is a 79 uh, Chevy. This chick comes with it, so that might be a conflict with the wife. But yeah. some kind of paneling on the roof, some kind of a cord duct tape across there. But uh, they seem to have done a pretty decent job with this little thing. They just wrapped the refrigerator, basically, and then added a sink. I like that. Yeah, it's real simple and gets a refrigerator in there, I guess. Gives you a little bit of storage for your spare tire or whatever you want to put right there. It comes with a woman, so it's pretty handy. Looks like they got a pod hanging out the back of theirs, carrying all their extra shit. That way, the woman she can carry some her stuff in one half of that pod. Storage under the bed, ice chest, marine pump sink, four-wheel drive conversion, engine rebuild, forty-five thousand miles ago, lift kit. I don't know why you need the lift kit, but okay. Well, it's four-wheel drive, and then they lifted it. Now, if you make it too low, the woman will get out. She'll escape. <laughs> well, let's see. We got a 91 Chevy. So this will be a good one. $7,100. Definitely looks like a cargo, or I mean, a, a conversion van from the side. It looks like it has aluminum wheels on it. Fancy looking center line looking wheels. Uh, it's got a cool ladder. If I was going to get a conversion van, 90% of the reason would be because I'd get that fucking cool ladder on the back. Also, you get your tire on the back, which is cool. It and seems I, like a good place to keep your tire. Yeah, I think they probably put water or spoop underneath of there, right? This one is sweet. It's already awesome. So it's white on the outside, purple on the inside. That is fucking cool. Purple and blonde wood. And it's got one of these old-fashioned, you remember this antenna like this? Oh, yeah. That is pretty neat. I haven't seen those in a day, huh? No. Oh, man, this thing is neat. Big, goofy leather chair. I'm guessing that's a captain's chair, so it'll swivel around. You can use it as just a sitting-around chair and your driver's chair. So you get done after 18 hours of driving, relax in the same chair. Crazy wood steering wheel. Looks like it's 100% wood, no airbag. Don't have to worry about that. Gooseneck lamp over here with a light bulb in it. Some piece of wood with two holes drilled in it. That's freaking classy right there. Little slot. That's your CD player, probably. So far, I kind of like it. I do like this one. I don't like the price. I would pay $700 for this one. It's got a newer refrigerator than that last one. A couple of cabinets. But look at how these two are even. That one doesn't look even to me, so I wouldn't want some money taken off the price. Inverter just laying on a blue purple carpet over here. I don't know. They got a lot of wood in here. So, driving around a lot of wood. Uh, I don't know why they got like a piece of blanket on the floor or something. Oh, no. It's some kind of table they got inside of here. So, they got some sort of little ottoman. And then they got this purple leather couch, I guess. Bed. That's nice. Purple up on the ceiling. Bit more wood, some corrugated. You got to have roll ups. Then you know it's classy. Oh, look at how big that bed gets. Yes. Bed for like three people. Or one Woods and his wife, because I'm not small. 
got a giant window right by your bed. Yep, I almost bought one like this, but uh, I didn't because you can't really just drive this up places. They're going to run you out of there, by I figure. And you got so many windows, it's a little bit less secure. So, so you know, people can pop in a window. Very rare find, very clean, low mileage. What's the mileage on it? Oh, 66,000 miles on a 1991. I don't know. Are you going to go buy this one? Did you see that it's also only a six-cylinder? Yeah. People say that's good, though. Less gas. Yeah. Because unless you're trying to race around on it or tow, you don't need all that extra engine. Yeah, I'm not going to tow. I'm not probably not going to tow anything. And then if I want to take my scooter, I could put something. I could get a hitch for it. Yeah. You don't need no eight cylinders to kill a deer. Yeah, but I'm with you. I don't think I'd go 7,000. I might go five. Hmm. Would you do a school conversion? School bus conversion? <laughs> Considering what I do for a living, that would be pretty funny. Oh, I never even thought about that. <laughs> I really, really, really like the idea of them just because there's so much room in a little short bus. Like, that's like a little apartment literally a whole house like you can really put a comfortable bathroom in there have a comfortable bed have plenty of storage and and it's still pretty minimalist like you can still have it pretty cool without living on top of all your stuff because there's so much room like underneath the here to hide stuff and put all your stuff that you don't need like your parts and everything you don't need to you know you don't want to be living next to um and then the engine runs on propane Wow. Perfect. No engines. Registered as a van, so no insurance hassle. Oh, it's a van. I didn't even notice that. This is just a van. Yeah, it'd be one of the small it wouldn't be one of the small buses for special needs kids if that was a real bus used in school districts. This one's kind of cool. I like this one. How much was it? Seven grand for uh, 129,000 miles. Kind of like yeah, the, the only thing I'm concerned about, if you go back and you look at the side windows on the on the sides, from being a former bus driver, they have them all nice and buttoned up right there, but those things are a pain in the ass to keep fucking closed. As you drive, they start to slip. Oh, slide down, you mean? Yeah, they slide down, and they're, they slide down like in like a you know, half inch or so. You can, you know, but just I can think of all the school buses I used to drive, and there would always be that one or two ones that would, every time you hit a fucking bump, it would fall down. Right on. Well, I'm sure if you own the thing, you'd put some screws in the ones that were pain in the ass, right? <laughs> yeah, just be like done with it. Got plenty of them. But the school bus is a good idea. I mean, I'd love to look into that because those are really well-made car, really well-made vehicles because the school bus codes that they have to abide by are much stricter than a lot of like the regular car uh, codes. Yeah, but from what I understand, um, let's go back to uh, uh, well, I mean, like RVs and stuff. Like the RV, the the shell of the RV is just a bunch of wood. Uh, but uh, the school buses have an issue. Oh, I guess you don't want all that. Um, 
like they can't sell them anymore. Like they cut, they they ruin them. They break, they cut their frames and they cut their drive shafts or something because they don't. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've heard that when I've been looking around a little bit. So you don't want anything like a giant bus like that. Here's one for fifteen. Almost looks like one I've seen before. Um, that's nice. Look at this one too. Um, this is not a van. We looked at that one already. It's a full-size bus. Full-size bus. Now we're down to six. This is goofy-looking thing. Kind of restaurant cool. buses. Yeah. Yeah, they're not buses at all. School bus. So it's a bunch of toys and shit. And we're down to 20 bucks. So there's not very many school buses in Seattle. But not in Portland. I'll bet you there's school buses in Portland. Oh, I bet so. I bet something, you the hippies got all kinds of them. Something just tells me. Nope, I guess not. Yeah, there's definitely places to buy school buses too. Uh, you know, online sources that'll probably go straight to school buses instead of Craigslist. I look like there's a bunch of bullet holes in it with their shitty camera. So I didn't go with a passenger van because of the windows. Too much security, lack of security, basically. But if you, you're you not looking at an old shitty surplus van, but if you're looking for an old shitty surplus van, if you get a prison van, a prison transport van, they've always got, you know, bars up. they got grates and shit up. And they never pull them. So then you get a van, we get all the light and niceness of having windows, but then that added security of having bars so that people can't escape out of it. So 12,000 bucks diesel, one owner. And does it even tell us the miles? Doesn't even tell us the miles. So I ain't bidding on that one. I guess it says, is this a bid? No, you just buy the thing off of Craigslist, right? This is a goofiest looking thing. Looks like an old Chevy truck. They crammed a van up on top or a bus up on top of. They were just like, how wide is a road and how tall are bridges? That's how wide we want the bus and that's how tall we want the bus. That is the goofiest looking thing. And we don't care if they die in there. There's no emergency. We don't need to, we're not wasting money for those hinges. We don't need an extra door. Yep. If they can't get out, there are bad test scores anyway, so we're not worried about it. Yeah, they got windows. They can get out the half of that window. The driver can get out. He's okay. That is the weirdest looking thing. Are they going to show us the inside? Oh, look, it's just ready to go, too. Just start it up. Go. Oh, yeah, that's that's nice. Oh, nice. And the inside's very luxurious. Oh, it's nice to have a fire extinguisher right next to the driver. There you go. Well, I mean, you know, it's not telling on the quality of the battery. You don't want an ashtray or nothing. You don't want just a fire extinguisher. And this guy can have an ashtray. Oh, and it's a stick. Oh, my goodness. It's like a stick from 75 miles away. Holy moly. That's got to be a whole <laughs> attached directly there. to the transmission directly. <laughs> That's no leakages, no nothing. It's going to be the strangest thing ever to drive. It's got to feel like driving a Beverly Hillbillies car. How far apart do you think the gears are? Like one's way up by the dash and yeah, the like second, gar, 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 second gar. right now. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah, like, you're going to have to get out of that seat. Why? Because I need to shift into third. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a crazy, 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 shitty-looking crazy thing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but Where's no toilet paper holder. At least the Where's last one I had a toilet paper holder. It used to be right there, I think. Where's the door? Like, where is where is this giant opening? Isn't that outside over there? Yeah, how'd they get outside? Where's this? Oh, no, it's right next to the... It's right there, <laughs> next to the door. <laughs> anyway, if you're driving or whatever, you can poop and still steer and shift from here. Yeah, this is just right by the pad. And it's facing forward. How awesome is that? You can literally be pooping and driving. That is the strangest looking bus. Five grand. Hopefully this one will be good. No, nope, twenty five hundred bucks. It probably won't be. Look at that full bed. Sure, in Rochester yesterday. Full bed in the bath. Little shelf. Wire yeah. got taped around. Wow. It's yeah, it's crude, but it's twenty five hundred bucks only. They put a little table over the wheel well. That's handy. Smart. Like four pictures. Was there some kind of stove in there? Yeah, there's just a little potbelly stove in there to keep it warm. That's one of the best things about getting a bus. Just put a potbelly stove in there. Does not run. <laughs> no, you push it. So now we're looking at a $12,000 bus. I bet you this one runs. That's what it used to look like. Oh, I got bunk beds in it. That's kind of cool. That's a good use for the uh, that emergency door. I think that's the handicap. That used to be a, that used to be a lift. Yeah, that's a handicap door. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's super smart. Oh, look at that! They're using their seatbelt. It's cool. Yeah, that's neat. They repurposed all the seatbelts. I like it. There's a dog in it, so it's even better. And it goes next to a coffee place. So they have those all over Portland. Hey, we got our giant bus, so let's go outside. Those side mirrors are nice for backing up. Holy crap. Enough boats into it. I guess that's their shower. Yeah, I have one of those. Do you have this many boats, though? No, I only have one kayak. Look at all these switches. That's pretty cool. What the hell? Oh, they made some sort of a thing. So when they're not, I guess when they're in it, they still got some workspace there instead of a big nothing. Smart. That was, that was a good idea. Plus, look at all the windows. You could be doing work there and have all them windows to look out of. That'd be pretty cool. Park it up next to a cliff. All right. So there's some ideas. Oh, I thought I sent Hosh one. Is Hosh going to join us? Yeah, I thought I sent out links. I guess I didn't. Sorry. Short throw shifter. Let's see if anybody's over here. Smell like sawdust. That's how it works. Let's move the super van from 1977. It was badass. Sportsmobiles are nice conversions. 
Ohio sells robuses cheap. Uh, the Munsters van. All right, there's Hosh. Did, did you guys? Yeah. Yo, did you did you catch the propane tank that was in that Munsters van? Me on the go side. In go, the back. Heaven? go back. Go <coughs> back. Unless I was, unless I caught that, because you flipped through it really quickly, but it looked like the propane tank, not that one, the, the Munsters van. <laughs> no. No, the, the one that was the truck that, that converted yeah. to the. Uh, I just don't know what it was. I don't know what it was called. Oh, good God, man. That was. Quitting business, shorty school bus. No. That was probably it. It's 1967 Chevy. Oh, yeah. Quitting business. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? Abducting children? children? <laughs> Where is it? Seeing the propane Look. tank. It was like in a side compartment. We, really like how, we liked how you could poop and drive at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that damn picture? Was I looking at the wrong thing? <laughs> you may know where it was like stuck into the ground. Or there it is. <laughs> it's not even outside, it's inside. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of times they put them inside. But unless it's raining, I that thought was that was so when you, you flip through the picture so quick, I thought that was like by <laughs> the footwell of the driver. Oh, oh, oh. I think it's right here. It's just right that's, here. That's, that's terrific. Here. That whole thing is just that. You know what? What what I appreciate about that is how much time somebody spent to do that. <laughs> that they'll never get back. That is impressive. Well, this seems like it's a real thing. Like they made this. You know. Like, you think so? Does it? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, because this could have been an army ambulance. Like this just looks like a what do you call it? A cab, I guess. A cabin that they built for these old Chevy trucks, I guess. Because it just looks like too nice. I mean, there's no way that this part here would be the merge, right? And this doesn't look like it was something else that they made fit. It looks like it was made for it. it, even oh, like it yeah, that's true. Because it, it kind of, it, it comes across as being like the front clip of a, like a Chevy truck, but no, you're probably right. Well, dude, this is just before they knew about aerodynamics, I guess. That is, it when looks like a horse trailer that they threw on a truck. When did they learn about aerodynamics? The 50s, right? Well, they also didn't have standards for school buses until the 70s. Well, yeah, I just mean that, like, if you were building something, would you make a vehicle like a giant flat wall? Like, that was had to be before they knew that that doesn't, you know, isn't conducive to cutting through air. <laughs> that, has, that has problems. That was pretty awesome. I saw that and I was like, oh, man. That's, I mean, to be honest, that Bluebird conversion was pretty good. They did a good job on that one. Where are you at with the idea of having a van to go do road trips with the family? Would it work for you? Um, it would. We, I mean, the problem, I mean, it all comes down to space to store this kind of stuff. And I don't have a driveway big enough for a lot of this stuff. And then you got, you're paying extra money for registration and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. My dad's got a trailer that he said we can just hitch up and take out if we want to, which is fine. It's it's way under 5,000 pounds, which is my tow limit on my, my truck. So that's cool. You know? 
Yeah, where we got where we got into this, it was I, I'm a teacher and uh, just like a summertime vehicle to drive around and you know go do shit. Because I easily have a month off. You ever thought of a vanigan or any of those? But I guess you've got the problem is you want to be stealthy. Well, I don't care that much about stealthy. I know G does. No, that's what I meant was G probably. But um, yeah, I mean, vanigans are. I mean, they're the problem with those damn things is they've got such a high markup because all the hippies yeah. like them. Yeah, like twenty grand. Well, surfers like them, I think, because you can yeah, drive them into the sand and stuff, and they don't get stuck. And yeah, uh, your mountain bike. Really like you know, if you live in the mountain, do lifestyle, you can get it out into places, or you can get a good selfie and not get stuck. You have to call your I mom. I see, I see them like a lot down here. They show up all the time. Yeah, but like you got to have twenty grand just to throw into the vehicle and then start fiddling with it. There was like a Mitsubishi. Vanagon ripoff not too long ago that was pretty nice. We saw but that my, one from Canada. My problem with them too is I'm not little and they're not big. They're smaller than any regular van, you know. Mm -hmm. All right, well, so kind of caught us towards the end. We've been going for a bit now. A um, couple people watching and chatting or whatever along the way, but uh, we've been talking about. Um, well, none of the stuff from our topic today. We were basically talking about uh, how do we get started with that? Uh, the idea of using a van and then um, how to source one. And then we were looking at what kind of prices. Well, I was looking, you know, somewhere around eight to ten thousand dollar price range. Found quite a few of them actually for the kind of thing you're talking about. If you're talking um, long term or long, what am I trying to say? Long. Distance. If you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna um, live in it, then you should probably get something different. But I was just saying, you say long distance, then you may have different parameters and stuff. But if you're just talking about vacationing on weekends and things, and uh, basically camping out of it, then any van's gonna really work for you because mileage isn't too big a deal, and you basically got all that room. And in a pinch, you can sleep inside of it, but basically you just have all that room. And uh, well, we saw that a lot of times you can buy these things for. Well, if you do them on the cheap, you can buy them really cheap and uh, do it for the price you might rent a couple of vehicles for. And if you get a couple of vacations out of them, it's a wash, right? Because I, I was looking at uh, going to Tulsa, right? Everybody's in Tulsa this weekend for the big arm uh, gun show. And uh, uh, it's going to cost me, I figured, 600 bucks just in gas to get out there and back, right? And uh, it would have cost me... 400 to rent a vehicle and uh, uh, something for gas on that. Probably not quite as much for gas, but still, I figured it would have cost me about as much to rent something as it would to just drive out there in the van. And uh, when I drive my van out there, I've got a place to live in it and, uh, you know, all the other advantages. Uh, don't have to worry about it getting all messed up or whatever. Huh. But for yeah. sure then it's no big deal. And if it's not an issue with parking it, then, you know, that's another thing. Even with the camper, with anything, really, if you don't have a room to park it at your place, then that's a factor against it because then you got to pay to have it somewhere and deal with insurance remotely. And That's that's kind of my problem with a lot of that stuff is, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to have something that's more, like, form-fitting for that, and then we just go out and, and do that stuff with it. But it's kind of tough. That's why we take the four the four-wheel drive just wherever we want to go. And then tents? Yeah. 
Yeah, you really don't have much options with a family when you've got kids and a wife. Then you've got you know need for at least two beds, if not more, mm -hmm. and some room. And people are going to get on each other's nerves if you're at some place for any amount of time. So having some space is valuable. And then uh, place to go, you know, three, four people. That's the potential for somebody not feeling good or just you know needing to go. And uh, some of these little portable options ain't that great. Yeah, if it's like a couple. You know, that that's perfect. You know, th that would be great. Now, um, one of the things I thought about talking about, I don't know how much energy you guys got left, and, and we aren't doing this because we're van experts or we're trying to get famous in the van life or anything. Uh, really just doing it because I have a shared interest in doing things, uh, driving around, having adventures and whatnot. And... Um, uh, really doing this as an ex uh, experiment with the uh, new media. So, uh, again, we're not just trying to disseminate our knowledge. We're trying to have a conversation. So if you're watching, I guess, over on uh, gunchannels.com, where we simulcast the shows, uh, feel free to jump in. We've got pants out there, and uh, well, a bunch of people are in there. Not too many people are green right now. So I'm not sure if people are listening or not. Uh, and then we got a couple people over on YouTube as well. So, again, feel free to be part of the conversation. But what I was going to say, if you guys still got any energy left in you, is I'm not sure if, um, if I'm liking the whole stealth thing so much. <clears throat> After experiencing it, I was just doing some work today. Uh, I can only really work on stuff from the trip, you know, in little spurts here and there. I can sneak some time to work on it. But, you know, I don't, it's not like the trip or coverage of the trip is going to pour, you know, money down on me. So I, I'm um, just kind of uh, working on it as I can. And uh, I was working today on saving some photos and doing some backups of the videos and stuff and um, keeping track of what days I was where. And I noticed that I spent some time in Madison, Wisconsin, <clears throat> and then I spent a, almost a week in Vegas. And uh, both of those places, um, I was taking advantage of the stealth aspect of it. Uh, because I didn't have to buy any hotel rooms on the whole trip. I stayed at people's homes, trying to count now, one, two, three, maybe four nights, maybe four nights altogether on the whole trip, 30-something, 30 39 days. So pretty much every other day I was just in the van, uh, sleeping in a parking lot or a rest area or just on the side of the road someplace. And um, I think that saved a lot. Thirty-nine days. What would be? Uh, what would you think an average hotel is going to cost? Fifty bucks or not? I mean, yeah, fifty in what city? I mean, I'm willing to go anywhere. So that you know, I'll, I'll go to a thirty-nine dollar hotel over a fifty dollar hotel because I'm cheap. But let's just say fifty. Uh, or if I say 30, 32 days, even that's sixteen hundred bucks additional. That. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a good chunk of that van. That's a half the transmission last time. So one of the reasons I wanted to do the trip, because it's kind of like dollar cost averaging that transmission, right? I paid three grand for that transmission. I want to use every piece of it if I can and you know, mm -hmm. get use out of it while I'm able. But anyway, I was uh, definitely able to experience the, the, the stealth camping aspect of the van life uh, this trip. And as much as I like the concept of it, it was actually quite, pretty tedious. Um, I bet. You basically, you know, you're in the van, so you wake up at a, at a parking lot somewhere. And uh, let's not even worry about the if it's cold or hot or, you know, temperature-wise. But, uh, you know, you've got some amount of expiration date there. You've already been there sleeping. 
So for me, I would park at my gym and then sleep and then get up and go into the gym and do my thing in the gym and then leave so that, uh, you know, be somewhere else. So now let's say wake up in the morning and go to the gym and then uh, take a shower and do your thing. And then you drive off and find another parking spot. Now you can go to any store, anywhere really. You can go to a city park. You can go anywhere and you can probably park for most of the day. So it's not a big deal. But then when you start to get to nighttime, the parking lots that want you out of there, some of the Walmarts want you out of there. Um, you know, lots of local businesses and stuff don't want just somebody parking in the parking lot. Uh, so depending on the size of the town and the number of people there and the kind of the attitude of the police, uh, you've only got a certain amount of time to be in some of these parking spots. And uh, I mean, I suppose if I delve into it much deeper, I could find different ways to find things. But as I'm driving around and not being familiar with areas, you know, I'm not a hobo. In other words, I don't frequent, you know, Santa Fe every September. So I've figured out, you know, six or eight places to hang out. You drive up to a town and you, uh, you know, you look for the parking lots and the bigger stores or whatever. Like I say, you've got maybe a three to four hours before the securities, you know, eyeballing you is why you're, you know, parking there still. So uh, anyway, because of that, you've got to kind of move. I think I talked about this in other van chats. You end up having to, you know, you park and you get there and you set up everything. You get to work. For me, I'm doing a lot of computer work. And then, uh, you know, do my computer work for a while. Realize I've been there forever. The dog has to go out or I need to eat or something. And uh, then you got to pack everything up and drive around. Now, another thing that would happen is if I found a spot that was so good or that was really good and I could get a lot of work done, my batteries would die. And then I would have to move or just run the engine. And uh, for those reasons, I was trying to figure out a way to uh, um, maybe, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some other alternatives to it. And if I moved away from the stealth end of it, you know, that lets me have opportunities like solar panels and vents and things that would make it potentially more comfortable in there. And then I guess the, the full whatever follow through with that, though, is as soon as it gets more comfortable in there, then I would have more intention, more interest in just parking someplace and be in there. Right. So that gets me back to where I wish I could just park in a parking spot. But is the more I make it look less like a contractor van, the less time I have in those parking lots. Yeah, there's a, um, I mean, that's what it was kind of cracked me up about the whole thing is that you spend so much time being stealthy and here in, I mean, I can go, I can go, you know, a couple miles down the street and there's just motorhomes that are people are living in and they just park there all the time. They never leave. They're basically just living on this kind of a uh, industrial area. That's a street that nobody uses, but maybe semi truck drivers going in and out. And mm -hmm. a lot of the times they're like the truckers themselves that are living there because they're, you know, short haul truckers and they'll just do a week and then they'll leave, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm almost positive if I had more experience or balls or whatever, just, you know, familiarity with it. There was a couple of places like where there was, um, I think of it in Salt Lake City, there was a stretch of place where I was getting pretty tired and I just wanted to pull over and I was contemplating there was um, what they were doing. They were either clearing ground for new houses or for some kind of industrial thing. I think it was houses probably, but they were basically just clearing ground, scraping desert turning it into flat land so they could start scraping roads and turn it into houses and stuff. And, uh, you know, the crew that had been working out there had uh, just kind of parked along this busy road that had no parking spaces or no parking signs all over, but it had a huge median 
where they could easily park there and not be in the way of anything. But mm -hmm. technically, it wasn't legal to park there. And then there was probably three or four groups of worker trucks like that. And I'm sure I could have parked there for hours, and nobody would have given a shit because I would have just looked like another other crew. Like I say, it's right. a matter of just getting more comfortable doing that kind of stuff. And on the other hand, I think it would be a little bit easier to do that kind of thing if I had my shit together and back a little bit better, if the laptop didn't have to get taken apart and put back together, if it could just be setting someplace and running. And then I could literally just go, okay, I've got some kind of monitor, like a gauge. And that's the other thing. I don't have any kind of gauge or meter on the batteries right now. So I just run them, and then I figure, okay, I've ran for 20 minutes. They must be charged. And I use them for a while. But if I had some kind of even an LED or something, that would give me a little indicator that if they're at 12 volts, you know, then I'd have uh, – anyway, and then if I had ability to go back there and, and just jump to the back and get on the computer and do something and then – run the batteries down and drive again. I think I'd be a little bit better off, but um, I don't know. It's kind of just spitballing. I guess the yeah. idea if I were, I guess I was looking at alternatives. I'm thinking, get the back real comfortable, worry less about it looking like a contractor van so that it, like I say, with like a vent is the main thing. I don't care about solar panels, but having a vent in the back would allow some air to move better. Um, it's just a vent immediately doesn't make it look like a contractor van so much anymore. But then I was thinking park at, um, instead of going to camp, uh, instead of going to hotels, go to campgrounds. And I'm going to investigate what those might cost. I think Bob said that they were pretty expensive, but he was going to pull through, you know, yeah, full, full hookups and yeah. all that crap. Where I just need a place to be able to park basically for 10 bucks if I can do it on a pad or in a campground or something. Ideally with some electric if I was going to be there for a bit. I, I still think you could throw a hundred water right in the center of that the roof of your van, and nobody would care. It, it, you just it would it wouldn't be a problem. You're just you know there's no reason why a contractor wouldn't necessarily have a solar panel on their roof. Well, you guys are fixated on solar panels. I don't have a problem with the solar panel, but two it was I do have problems with solar panels, but I don't have any interest in getting solar panels because I don't need them. I've got the alternator or whatever that thing is, that inverter. Right. And I drive the van. I don't ever go anywhere where I'm leaving the van parked for four days, yet I need power and there's no power to plug into. Like that has never been a circumstance yet. No well, I mean, you, you mentioned that you were, you, you kind of were working and running out of power and so you got to start the van or whatever. And, and I would think starting it and it just idling there for a while is probably tipping some, some people off. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I never idled it. But that's exactly that. So I would just move. I would go to another parking spot. Right, but right. The thing is, having a solar panel wouldn't alleviate that. The solar panel trickles power in all day long, eventually fills up a battery, and I'd suck it down in two hours. So it's not going to keep up with my laptop usage or lights inside. Nice so what you're saying. So we've done the math before, like Bob, when he was doing the campers and stuff. And you really need 200 watts at least to even get a battery charged in a day kind of thing and that's a okay. battery it's not running a microwave or anything so that would really be the most of the van um the people that put one up there uh are playing they're not they're not going off road like off grid and using the the power and well i guess there's always the plus and minus when you're going off grid and you're using the power you're probably not connecting to the internet and using the laptop so S22, you know, not, if you're going camping, you're not working. But if you're working, mm -hmm. you're not you're not needing to be off-grid. Like I say, the main thing is really the vent. 
and uh, you know, I can keep looking into that. There's ways to, I don't know, maybe find an event that doesn't have such a high uh, profile. Hmm. Pants the same pulling the bolt meters on a momentary switch. We had a mm-hmm. camera when I was a kid that had one like that where you would just push it and it would a little meter would show you how much power was in there. I just hated it. It was why. Why not just, I mean, I guess it trickles power to have one reporting it all the time, but I'd sacrifice the power, the lack of juice, and uh, I'd rather just be able to glance over and have a, di- a dial, ideally, or a gauge tell me you know, just how many volts are in it. Right. Is there anything else that you want to change with the van that would make it less stealthy but more comfortable that you could live with? Not, not really. In fact, I was thinking about just buying another back door. What I did on the old van was uh, bust a vent into the door, just cut a hole in the door and put a vent on there, a house vent, and it worked. Uh, and it didn't look that bad. It just kind of looked like when you have a piece of equipment in the back of your van and you open up a little vent to allow it to, you know, get air or whatever um ventilate it um so i was thinking on mine i have windows in the back so i was thinking either get another door the door can't cost that much at a junkyard and uh take the window out and replace it with a piece of metal and put a van in there or a vent in there uh and then it's just on my door and if i regret it i can put my old door back on uh yeah i would think like your average security guard wouldn't think anything of a weird vent sitting on a door no, I don't think so. At least it wouldn't shout like this is a camper or nothing. And well, it would make me think you have some machine that you're using in there that you need to vent. Yeah, more like a carpet thing or like a bug thing or something with motor. Yeah, it just needs to vent. Exactly. Um, so I'm thinking I might have some options there. I haven't really priced doors. I guess I can go look on it. You could also hook a blower up to that thing. You know what I mean? I've if you have two vents, then you could blow out one side and suck in the other, right? And keep it cool. Well, they have the windows cracked up front, and I've yeah. got a fan in the back of the van, same place I had it in the old van, where um, I guess on the passenger side, but on the back, you know, back corner of the van. Yeah, I remember. It's got that escalating fan. Nothing kicks yeah. up, works fine. Uh, so that's why I'm thinking of putting the vent right there, and then, yeah, the air would come in that vent, get blown to the front, go out the front windows. I mean, the, the opposite of that is if you have a vent and a blower, a blower that seals up against that vent will literally suck the air from those front windows and pull it and push it out the back. Yeah, I could get a couple. I mean, I got a zillion uh, power supply fans. I could put a couple of power supply fans just right on the vent, right on the door. Mm, that, that would probably work. I mean, a blower is pretty effective. I mean, you know, it's the, the paddle one. It kind of rotates like a big like a riverboat kind of paddle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like a bathroom uh, vent. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could even do that. You could just find an old bathroom vent somewhere and use that. It looks like a back door. Caught, oh, that's a panel. Look at the back door. Back door panel costs $147. Looks like a door is like 200 bucks. But that's a fancy door. I could probably get on a junkyard cheaper. Yeah, you might be able to just get this stuff going to a um, like a pick your part kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. They're two hundred fifty bucks for a nice one off eBay, so they're probably less than that. If I just find a junk one. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really looked to see how to take the window off. Maybe I just take the window off of my existing door and um, mm-hmm. 
I can put the window back on and uh, replace it with some kind of piece of sheet metal. And then it would look kind of weird, but more weird in a contractor way than in weird like it's trying to be a camper way. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a big problem. Is that, the, is that the problem is that it's either too hot or it's too cold? Yeah, and it's just stuffy in there. You know, it's just shitty. So, um, you know, having some air just blowing through would be nicer. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, yeah, it's, it's temperature regulation mostly. Just distracted looking through. Some of them are really expensive. I know. I think somebody's in a whole van. So the whole van you can buy for 500 bucks. All right. So, um I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. We've chatted about some things here, and we've probably been gone more than an hour. So if anybody wants to chat with us in the future, you can find us over on gunchannels.com. I have a website for the band, band13.com, band and then number 13.com. I've got some stuff there. And, of course, the Gun Show Loophole Tour is the name we give to all the tours that we take when we drive around looking at gun shops and firearms museums. So uh, check out all those places, and uh, we'll... Do you guys want to chat about anything? You got anything else to throw out there? I don't really. I'm trying to get my garage back in order and turn that into a proper workshop for radios and electronics and stuff. That's been an interesting <clears throat> endeavor. So leave your place, your office where you're in right now is your ham shack and then have a, a different workshop. Yeah, because right now I end up like if any time I want to solder something, I got to pull the soldering iron out, put it up on the you know on my desk, and I've got my nice radio and stuff right next to it. It's like it's not really the way to do it. So I need to clean out my garage and and take that over and set it up properly. So I'm working on that now. Get myself a, an oscilloscope. Cool. I used to sell the shit out of oscilloscopes. Buy them at U of A. Sell them on eBay. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so shit, I should probably bug you about which one I should get. Oh, no, I didn't know nothing about them. Well, we would literally just go to the U of A. They would have this auction. It's gone now, but uh, all their, you know, they're pretty big science school. So mm -hmm. uh, they would just have racks and racks and stuff every week. Literally every week, uh -huh. they would just have racks and racks of stuff. And there was a couple of people that knew what they were doing and uh, chatting with them, looking over their shoulder, watching them do things over the years, months, I guess. Um mm -hmm. I eventually just would buy the stuff that they didn't. And, uh, you know, they, they might have bought something and had a direct sale. Like, they wouldn't buy anything unless they knew who to sell it to, in other words. Right. Uh, but if they were kind of eyeballing something, but were like, ah, I don't know where to sell it, like, then that's when I would buy it because I knew it would have value. So, um, and then once you get used to it, you kind of can tell when something's worthwhile. And when right. So, uh, anyway, those scales, um, you know, the fancy scales that have, like, glass walls around them, uh, I forget what those are called. Just fancy balances that have, like, you know, they're so fancy that they have to have glass around them so that the wind doesn't affect them. Oh, like a bell jar? No, 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 just a just a scale. Just it has glass walls on it. So I don't oh, know, okay. With school and stuff. Anyway, those things would always uh, sell for good money because they were hard to ship, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. interesting. So thank you. I learned a new word today. Oscilloscope. I have no idea what the hell you were talking about. Looked it really? up. Really? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah so I, I learned stuff then all the time or with you guys. Yeah, I, I was always a software guy, so I wasn't into the like physical hardware. And uh, in the last 
probably five or six years, I got way more dragged into the hardware side of the house. So, and, and then the ham radio stuff, of course. Um, yeah, they're pretty interesting. That stuff's pretty cool. Well, and I can only assume the same way that everything else has evolved, that they must be little tricorders now. So people can just walk up with some little single device and do the job of like 40 of the things back in the day. There, there's some stuff that exists like that, but I think a lot of the time they, they want, they still want the screen to be a relatively large size with the controls um, on the side of it. it. makes it a lot easier to operate. You can still operate it with a, um, you know, off of a phone or whatnot, but I think that uh, the, the physical console types are still valuable. People still want those. No, I'm just saying, like a phone, how they've combined so many different tools yeah. into the phone, like they probably do so much they, more. They do that. exist. <laughs> those do exist. It's like a little uh, box, and you use your phone to visualize it, or a tablet, and the box has your test leads coming out of it. But they're good, but they're like $300, $400 for, for that, versus you could probably find a really nice used oscilloscope for $200, $300. So it's kind of like if you have the physical space for it, you might as well just get the nice used one um, and forego, unless you need to travel around with it, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, Angelina says that you've got the same glasses as hers. They're Prada's. Nope. And I guess not. These no. are cheap uh, Amazon crap glasses. Oh, really? Amazon has cheap glasses? No, these are just for computer. They're they're yellow tinted. Um, they're they're anti glare yellow tinted because I'm always in front of a screen. Oh, I go to bed and my eyes are burning. No, they're not prescription. These okay. are just to filter okay. out the light. Okay. And then Bob's saying charge controller has a battery monitor in it. Yeah, so I don't have solar panels, so I don't need a charge controller. But I don't know. I'm not looking to buy stuff. We were just talking about what would make the back of the van uh, more useful. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We will be back again next Sunday. Until then.